You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're good, streaky! Keep it rolling. Best thing to do when you've got a hitting streak. Only one guy did it more than me. That's Joe DiMaggio. Ah! Hello, hello, and welcome in to the final episode of this year's version of Beat the Street Daily, Inside the Hits. This has been a pleasure. We are not heading into any highlight to lead off this podcast. A little bit of a different format today, Thursday, the 6th of October, the final day of the pod. The baseball season ended yesterday. I'm Matt Spiegel along with Ryan Porth. We will look back on this year statistically and anecdotally and make our picks for the postseason as we try to win $100,000 in the bracket challenge. Thank you so much for playing and for listening along with us. Hitting is hard. We started with this conceit, and it remains true. Longest hitting streak in Major League Baseball this year. Trey Turner with 26. That means there have still been only 55 hitting streaks of 30 games or more in the history of baseball. Absolutely crazy. In our game, Beat the Streak, there were seven streaks that reached 40. Only seven, and as you know, 45 was the high for Kiyoshi Lotus, 26. Ryan, there were 219.1 thousand different streakers this year. 219,000 different people played this game, and over 3 million different streaks got started. A good 40 of those by me. Or maybe 41. Or or forty two. Uh, there was a we lot. both started a lot of streaks and we both ended a lot of streaks. We really did. Uh, committed, we were playing every day. <laughs> Found out that a lot of people were. How about this? Most people made their picks between ten a.m. and twelve p.m. Eastern time, which is exactly when we dropped the podcast every oh, weekday. Oh. So a lot of people out there thinking about Beat the Streak while we were playing and making podcasts about Beat the Streak. Maybe nobody beat the streak because neither of us got north of 13 this year. You know, there was a lot of people who were very angry with us directly, which you'll hear (laughs) in some clips in a matter of moments. I will say this, that the uh, hitter algorithm and the suggested batters that the people over at MLB Play, the great Peter Kim and his folks put together, did pretty well. Like, the suggested four batters ended up having a hit accuracy of 74% for the year, which is pretty damn good. The most times batters were suggested, Tim Anderson, 40 times. A disappointing year for TA. Trey Turner, 39 times. Freddie Freeman, 32 times. Jordan Alvarez, 30 times. There was not a single day in the season in which the suggested four batters did not have a single hit. Hmm. So that means there were eight days this year where, like, one of the four got a hit, but... Every other day, more than one of them got a hit. So if you just did it that way and just listened to the algorithm, probably would have done okay. Also, isn't it crazy that Jeff McNeil leads the NL in batting average, Luis Arise leads the AL in batting average, and neither 
were among the most suggested batters or among the top four that you just listed. You're exactly right. Um, McNeil was hitting 287 at the All-Star break. Crazy. Had an unbelievable second half before the controversial decision to sit yesterday in the final game. It angers me. It angered does me. It? It, it, it does. It angered me when Jose Reyes did it. Um, it angers me as the, the son. Way. What's that? It's the Mets way. It is the Mets way. But as the son of uh, a man who idolized Ted Williams, and everybody knows what Ted did in the final day of the 1941 season with the doubleheader when he went from 400 statistically to 406. Play. 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 But anyway, that's not why you called. Looking back on a few of our favorite moments of the podcast, chronologically, again, before we make our picks in the playoffs later on, we should have known from day one this was going to be fun and I was going to be me, right, Ryan? Yeah, so if you're just listening to the podcast for the first time, first of all, where have you been? (laughs) Second of all, Spiegel with his daily double A each day, 99% of the time either went analytical or anecdotal with his two picks. I should have known after day one of the podcast that the anecdotal pick was perhaps Spiegel's favorite of the two every single day. My first pick ever in Beat the Streak is, of course, going against all the methodology just because I'm feeling it. I just saw the Cubs in spring training. Nico Horner looks great. That sound you just heard was everybody listening going, Nico Horner. Line drive, hit to deep left field. Yelich looks up, and this one sails into the bleachers for a two-run home run. Three to one, Cubs, here in the fifth inning. Corner with the first Cubs home run of the season. But Spiegel, he's a nine-hitter. He's going against Corbin Burns. He's at home. But I talked to the guy, saw the guy. He looked good. Thought it was going to work. So that was my anecdotal pick yesterday here on Beat the Streak Daily, and that one worked. Went with an analytical pick as well, Jose Ramirez of the Cleveland Guardians, and he got a hit as well. That means I'm two for two. And in only 29 days, potentially, I could break Joe DiMaggio's 56-game hitting streak. And when I do, I'll win $5.6 million. And there I was, Speaks in the radio booth, at Wrigley Field, when that home run leaves the ballpark, I'm like, man, I've been playing beat the streak for 20 years. <laughs> and here's Matt Spiel coming in with the nine hitter on opening day for the Cubs, yep. and he hits a home run off of Corbin Burns. Yep. What the hell am I doing? You're, you're, you're playing with a really talented man is what you're doing. You're um, now in bed in a gaming sense with a very wise baseball individual. Um, so multi-level, <laughs> multi-level baseball individual. This is all very true. Uh, so later on, uh, uh, quickly, um, a villain had revealed himself. The great Nick Castellanos, not so great this year. And in fact, every time Ryan Porth picked him, he did not get a hit, or at least that's the way it felt. That's the way it seemed for a good long while. Well, in the first couple of weeks, I picked Nick Castellanos two or three times. He didn't get a hit any of those times. And I believe the Phillies were in Denver for a series in Coors Field. So the hit probability chart was giving Castellanos like a 75% chance of getting hit, probably off of Antonio Sensatella. And Castellanos kept coming up short. And the leader of Beat the Streak at the time, when Castellanos failed to get a hit, changed his username and related it to this podcast. I understand the username change, though, from Mills to 1289. It's what he changed it to. That intrigues us. His new username is This Pod Sucks. What? Now, now look, hold on. 
Maybe he was listening to Smartless and he was angry at a long Will Arnett interview question. Okay? I don't know. But I'm betting he was with us yesterday and he ran with Nick Castellanos based on my analytical prediction and he has now expressed himself with a username change. And I want to say to you, this pod sucks. We hear you. We hear you. Thank you for listening. So that's part one. That was earlier in the week. And then Friday that week, we actually got This Pod Sucks on the podcast. And Speaks, you asked him about the username change. Two questions. One, are we the pod that sucks? And two, what happened? Man, please tell us the story. Let me please preface all of this by saying this pod does not suck. Eh. Uh, <laughs> I, I will say that much because I've been a player of this game for oh, I don't know, maybe seven, eight years, and I've had some good runs, and I've had some low lows. And right now I'm having a low low after the uh, after the nice streak I was on. But That's karma. I, that's but, karma for the name change, buddy. Sorry, go ahead. Tell us what happened. No, that's uh, how it goes. So I will say that changing the name is like changing a bat, man. You go on a good streak, you keep using the same bat. But if you don't have a good streak, you lose the streak, you break it over your leg, and you grab a new one, and – to pick the name I did, I won't say it wasn't because of your podcast, but I won't. I also can't say it was because that my streak went as long as it did because of your podcast. See, the pod doesn't suck. That was a lot of fun, though. Uh, I really enjoyed interacting with all you streakers during the course of the year. Me and Ryan, very often it was obvious that we were invaluable. We are invaluable. And then sometimes it was obvious that we were not. We got angry. We got angry when our long streaks on the season finished, when his streak of 13 came to an end and mine of nine came to an end. We got angry at really good hitters. Yes, we did. And for you, it was a Cleveland Guardians hitter that on most nights got a hit, but when you needed him the most, did not. I was at nine, man. I was smelling double digits for the first time in my beat the streak life. Ahmed Rosario do fourth in the ninth inning. Cleveland's down two. They need a rally. So I flip it on, the old MLB TV. It's an outstanding product, I do believe. I'm watching Big Inning. No, I want to see just the ninth in Boston. Garrett Whitlock throws like 50 pitches in the first at bat. Pinch hitter Owen Miller doing what pesky Cleveland does. I'm feeling good. The fourth guy's definitely getting up. Then Owen Miller strikes out. The second out is quick. The third batter's Stephen Kwan, my guy. A contact king. All he needs to do is extend the inning. Bring Ahmed Rosario up for one more Spiegel streak saver. And a one-two. Popped up. Bogart says he has it. And the Red Sox are in the win column. Man, did they need that one. Hallelujah. (laughs) Final tonight, three to one. Yeah, whatever. Yuck it up. Okay, the final sequence (laughs) on video, man. Hallelujah. It's painful. The final sequence on video, there's like a four to five second shot just happens to be of Ahmed Rosario slowly walking back from the on-deck circle to the Cleveland bench. How do you people do this day after day? Oh, I'm never going to forget that image of Ahmed just walking slowly back to the dugout (laughs) while I laid in bed next to my sleeping wife. Um, So I got mad at him. You got mad at the eventual batting champion in the American League. My streak was between 10 and 15 for the first time this season. So I had the streak saver. My streak was still at 13 going into Sunday. I didn't even do a double down. I went with one hitter yesterday. Oh, man. Luis Arise. 3-2. 
And this one lifted out to center field and hangs up for a while. Garcia gets to it, and the inning is done. Uh, Brian, I, could, I couldn't help but notice that wasn't a hit by Luis Suarez, that highlight you just played. No, it was not. Well, thanks again for listening as much as you all did, and uh, we had a great, great time putting this together for you. When we come back in a moment on Beat the Streak Daily, Inside the Hits, it's postseason gameplay. You want to win 50 grand or you want to win 100 grand? It's your choice next. No games today, Thursday, but ooh, there are four wild card games tomorrow, Friday, and four on Saturday. And then we'll see what happens on Sunday, depending on how long those series go here in the new MLB format. A reminder that you can play Base Chase, where you pick three different players and get their total bases for the course of the day. The highest single-day score in the postseason, who, play, who plays Base Chase and does very well, wins $50,000. $50,000! They've added a captain pick on base chase, so that multiplies your chosen batter's bases by two. So, going to be pretty fun uh, to play that every single day. And then there is the postseason bracket challenge. Starts uh, right now. You can get in. I've already made my picks. I think Ryan has two. But we're going to announce ours in a matter of a moment as we talk through the playoffs. $100,000 goes to whoever's able to predict a perfect postseason bracket just who wins every series and also the number of games played in the world series hmm we can do that i know we can do that in fact we'll do it now ryan you want to go first you make your picks you can uh, talk your way through the postseason all right let's start in the american league wild card weekend i'm going to start with what i think is the best wild card series i really want to pick seattle i really want to pick seattle but toronto's offense i think is just too good I think Toronto's offense gets to Seattle's pitching. The Blue Jays emerge from the 4-5 matchup, and I like the Cleveland Guardians to take down the Tampa Bay Rays in the 3-6. In the division series in the American League, I'll take Houston over Toronto. My upset special of the postseason is Cleveland over New York in the divisional series. Um, I am not high on the Yankees. I think their lineup is very one-dimensional and very reliant on one hitter, and that is going to cost them against a good pitching staff that the Guardians have. And the Guardians are just playing very good baseball. Uh, And then the Astros take down the Guardians in the ALCS. In the National League, I am going with the Mets over the Padres in the 4-5 and the Cardinals over the Phillies, although I almost took the Phillies um, in that wild-card series. And then in the NLDS Dodgers over Mets as much as I would want to see the Mets beat the Dodgers and then Braves breeze through the Cardinals and then the Braves get the best of Freddie Freeman and the Dodgers in the NLCS and we have a rematch of the World Series last year with the same result Braves over Astros in seven. Wow. When is the last time we had the exact same World Series with the same result? I'm thinking back to 77 and 78 when the Dodgers beat the Phillies in the NLCS, Yankees beat the Royals in the ALCS, and then the Yankees beat the Dodgers in those World Series. I wonder if that's the last time we had the same matchup with the same result. Um, very interesting. That is correct. Is that correct? Yep. How about it? Score one for Spiegel. Um, good stuff, Mr. Porth. I very much disagree with a number of your picks. Um, oh. I got Seattle to beat the Blue Jays. It is a complicated series to watch with a lot of really fun, good players and two good teams. 
But the Mariners' big three, this is your theme of Luis Castillo, Robbie Ray, and Logan Gilbert. Marco Gonzalez, if they need him, is going to be enough to get by a number of series. Uh, The Guardians will beat the Rays. Um, and in the, uh, I'm with you on the Guardians getting past the Yankees. Ooh. That style that they play, that relentless, pesky style of loads and loads of contact, it'll be really good against high velocity. And um, so I've got the Guardians and the Mariners will beat the Houston Astros. Whoa. Yeah, man. The Mariners have that glow. And I'm running with them. In fact, I'm running with them very far. But the Astros had the Mariners' number in the regular season. I, you, I you don't care? I don't care. Okay. I do not care. This should be an absolutely great series, but I've got the Mariners getting past the Astros, in fact, and getting all the way to the World Series. Mariners over the Guardians in the ALCS. National League wildcard rounds. Mets over the Padres. 101 wins. Into the wild card round for the Mets. They'll take care of San Diego. The Phillies will upset the Cardinals thanks to Schwarber and, wait for it, Nick Castellanos <laughs> with some offensive firepower. Then it's uh, the Braves beating the Phillies. The Mets will upset the Dodgers, and it's a Braves-Mets NLCS, a rematch of what we saw this past week in Atlanta. But this time, the pitching matches up, and DeGrom and Scherzer are feeling it. I have the Mets and the Mariners in the World Series, and I'm the guy with the Seattle Mariners to go the whole way and win the whole damn thing. Wow. Mariners will win it all in six games. These are my picks. I did bet Seattle at 40-1 to at the All-Star break, which may inform my own hope trafficking right here. All right. I've got a couple questions for you Yeah, with your bracket. First of all, if the Mets have to throw both Scherzer and DeGrom this weekend against San Diego, uh-huh. how are they getting past the Dodgers? Because Taiwan Walker and Carlos Carrasco will be flat-out heroic. And Edwin Diaz <laughs> will do his thing. And that Dodgers bullpen is very likely to crumble. I don't believe in the Dodgers bullpen. Um, I don't either. And, and, and that will be exposed because Tyler Anderson – I mean, Dave Roberts is going to manage aggressively and take out some of these starting pitchers after five or after six, and that Dodgers bullpen is going to collapse on Dave them. Roberts has a history of overmanaging right. in, the, in the postseason. When you don't have a bullpen that's very good, he should be riding these starters far, especially because he's deep at starter. So we'll, we'll see. I, I think he's going to overmanage taking the starters out too the, early. The one other follow-up. Mets over Braves in the NLCS. You yeah. don't think the sweep in Atlanta has any sort of mental edge to Atlanta in a series like that. I think you're going to see the greatest moment of Max Scherzer's Hall of Fame career. I think they will be back on schedule and wow. back on, in sync. Okay. And Scherzer is going to be the veteran leader that convinces these Mets that they can do it. And he will be flat out heroic. Like two wins and a save in that NLCS win over the Braves. I think this postseason, just to wrap this up, I think this postseason has the potential to be an all-timer. I'm feeling it, man. The new format, you've got so many good teams. You've got so many young stars. You've got a lot of savvy veterans. I I think this is going to be just an awesome October of baseball. I think so as well. Thanks for listening, everybody, to Beat the Streak Daily Inside the Hits all season long. It has been a pleasure to do this show with you and for you. And time to thank everybody. This has been a production of Odyssey in partnership with Major League Baseball. Jody Avergan of Roulette Productions is our executive producer. Our executive producer for Odyssey is Lena Glazer. Ryan Porth, the Porthinator, has been our producer, mixer, uploader, and compatriot. 
Our theme and all other incidental music is by Kurt Morrison of Tributosaurus. Special thanks to Josh Lucan, David Adler, Paul Casella, Josh Frost, the great Peter Kim, Megan Coughlin, Ian Kay, Larry Yeast, Mike Fouché, and Greg Clayman at Major League Baseball. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and spread the word. And don't forget to play Beat the Streak every day of the MLB season for your chance to win. Here's hoping that all of your guys in all future seasons of Beat the Streak for you, the streakers, hit them where they ain't.